0: Welcome to the weekly wisdom of Wise Bear, where each week we come together to share in a story, a quote, a moment that helps us distill the murky waters of life. I am your host, Tobias Neal, and I am honored to walk the path with you. Today, Wise Bearians, I want to talk to you a little bit about confidence, courage, and failure. Now, from the outside, I look pretty confident to folks. When I have folks call me, you know, I I come across as if I have my stuff together, and I hope I do for the most part. But I want to kind of give a personal confession. As I said, from the outside, I may look confident, but when I'm dealing with even things like this uh, podcast, or I'm working on a project that I'd like to make a journal, all this good stuff, right? When I go to bed at night and when I think about what I'm going to do, and especially when I first started anything big, uh, like this podcast. Inside, you know, I'm a pretty visual person. Uh, I, I have a big imagination. So I'll share with you, I kind of almost feel like a man uh, in a cage, right? So in my head, a lot of times when I'm getting ready to do anything that I'm scared of uh, or reach out or, or project or anything like that, uh, or almost on on a daily basis, if I can give you the picture, it's almost as if I'm sitting inside of a, a cage and all the bars around me are invisible because they're of my own making. I have this confidence, like I want to go out and then I bang against those, those bars. Right. And I know intellectually that I'm the one creating them because I'm afraid that this won't matter. Right. I'm afraid I might seem like a fool or I'm afraid that this won't be perfect. And I, for me, fear is a very big thing. And I think it is for a lot of us. So that's my, that's my story. Like that's, how I approach uh, anything new. I, I have a good amount of fear underneath it, even though outside I may look confident. Now, to me, when I started doing research on this, I wanted to know what were some of the enemies of confidence, right? And then how do we face those foes? Because almost all of us have some sort of uh, confidence issue in something. It could be you know, a job, it could be knowledge, it could be uh, our physical looks, you know, et cetera. It could be our social interactions. Uh, even today, and I'll I'll touch a little bit on that. Uh, I'm trying to do this journal that I'm trying to create, and as much as I enjoy talking with people, I'm very scared of working with other people. Does that make any sense? Like, I I love talking. I love teaching. I love doing all that stuff. But when I am thinking about creating a team to help me with this journal, I was actually talking to my wife, and I was saying how scared I was. I'm like, what if like, I'm judged for this, or are they going to like working with me? Like, and here I am having all these thoughts, but going forward with it anyway, and we'll talk about that. As I said, some of the enemies of confidence, how do we face those foes? So one of the first big things that I see as an enemy of confidence that's huge right now, and I think you're going to see it as soon as I say it, is comparison, right? We are massively comparing ourselves, especially through social media. All those pictures, clicks, influencers, and it's not really real sometimes. I can put a lot behind a picture to make it look like it's real. But some of those people are legit famous, right? And so we sitting here see somebody on social media, Facebook, even some of our friends Right? And they go, oh, check out this new boat I got or check out this new job I got or look how awesome my life is. And whether we know it or not, we're comparing ourselves. And it might knock us down a little bit, our confidence go, oh, well, how come I don't have that at this point? Uh, another thing that we'll see is comparison in work. I have good friends that w- this person that get, got the job was immensely talented and had been doing the actual work for years, got into their job and then realized everyone around them had degrees. Didn't have his work history, didn't have any of that, but they had degrees. And he immediately felt like less, like he needed to step up with them to feel confident, even though he's the best person in the room. He felt like he had to go get a degree in order to feel confident around them. So that's a comparison, right? We do it with our friends. We do it with things that we see on TV. Now, as I said before, what's real and what is fake? Because honestly, anything through social media can be influenced in a, in a way that's hence their influencers to make you believe something that's true you know that's that's a part of any sort of advertising uh, you should have this or you're less if you don't do this so i want to ask right now just for you to kind of to think cuz i think we all have it in some way is what what kind of comparison resonates with you do you ever find yourself you know kind of thinking about fame or education or income oh i have this they have that there's a term, I'm going to date myself a little bit, but it was called keeping up with the Joneses. And what it basically was is, let's say if you were friends with your neighbor and your neighbor got uh, a little bit you know better vehicle than you did, you went out and you were like, I have to be like my neighbor, because if not, then I seem like I'm falling behind. So you would get a car that's just as nice as your neighbor. Uh, what if they got a nicer house and they said, hey, look at my nice house? And you go, oh, and then you go out and get a new house because you always wanted to feel like you were equal, right? And that goes into the second part of what I think deals with kind of stripping away confidence and that's failure and ego. I think they both go together. In this case, when we're talking about keeping up with Joneses or everything, that's a hit on our ego. Somehow inside of us we feel less or we don't feel like you know we're equal to. That's a direct hit to our ego. And then the other side is failure. When we fail at something, it erodes our confidence. But really what that is, it's just an attack on our ego. So if we fail in front of others, we might get embarrassed. We might feel stupid. So oftentimes we won't even go out and try. Uh, what if we're, you know, maybe socially awkward? I feel a little socially awkward sometimes, and like maybe not confident to approach a guy, girl, or whatever that you would be interested in talking to, because there's a chance they might reject you. That's a direct hit to your ego, right? So then you kind of feel like you failed, and sometimes. So when our ego takes it, if we fail in front of ourselves or anybody else. We have a tendency to avoid that situation like the plague, right? Because we don't want to feel that hit. And because of that, we actually will never earn any sort of like confidence in it. We don't we we feel like once I get confidence, then I'll go do these things. But that doesn't work like that. And we'll talk about that. For me, I go, okay, we've got comparison, we got failure, we got ego. How do we respond to those things? Because if we hold on to those, we're never going to develop a confidence. We're not going to get anywhere. We need to kind of shift our perspectives a little bit, and we need to look at those words, those comparisons, and that failure, and that ego. So from comparisons, the first thing you need to understand is most of them are junk. I was reading a book, and I'm going to paraphrase kind of a Hindu tale. In that book, they were talking about how there's a story where basically a net has been cast over the world. And that net is kind of the and I apologize to my, my Hindu friends if I messed this up, but it's a net that's kind of cast around, which is humanity or the spirit of humanity. And at the juncture, if you've ever seen like a fishing net or anything like that, there's little knots or there's, there's corners to each of those that create those squares that ultimately make the net. Well, in this story, each one of those corners, right, or that junction would be a human soul. And each are like jewels that pretty much hold this beautiful net together. The thing is, is if we notice each one of those jewels stands on its own, it's unique, it has its own cut, its own color, but it also reflects those people around. In other words, we can't necessarily live in this world by ourselves. We have community, we're connected that makes this big. That's kind of like when we hear things, if you hurt somebody over here, you hurt yourself. But one of the things that I want you to understand is that you are that unique jewel and I understand there are some, some of my favorite writers that say you are not a beautiful, unique snowflake, that sort of thing. But in a sense that you are the way you were brought up your particular biology, your genetics, your environment, uh, the things that you find interest in some you wouldn't say your soul or spirit is going to be attracted to different things. So literally, uh, and we've even seen it in twins, like they grow up in the same house, so they do this, but they have vastly different kind of personalities or interests comparisons are kind of junk because what you're trying to do is you're trying to take your unique self and try to compare it to somebody else's unique self. And that doesn't work. Like what is positive for them or the things that they find interest in uh, will be for them, but may not necessarily be for you. And you're going to have something just as beautiful and awesome, but you'll never know that if you keep comparing yourself to someone else. So that's my viewpoint. If you look at somebody as an inspiration, right? Not that you have to compare yourself to them. But uh, for example, there, back in the day when people were running a mile, they said, it can. this time will never be broke. Ever, ever. It will never be broke. It's not possible. It's not going to be broke. Then someone broke it. And then after that person broke it, consistently after, somebody broke it again and got faster and faster and faster. Up until that point, it was not possible. Then somebody did it. Then they went after it. right? So they can do that That kind of a comparison is a little bit more healthier. But if I compare myself to, say, Usain Bolt and go, wow, he runs so fast. Why can't I run that fast? I should be able to run that fast. I will never be able to run as fast as Usain Bolt ever. Okay? I don't care if I practice 10 million hours. And that's the wrong kind of comparison, right? Because what things that I can do, Usain Bolt can't. And that's just, that's what I want you guys to understand that really look into yourself, see what the uniqueness is of you and really accept it and understand it and stop comparing yourself. Because as long as you do that, you'll never kind of be able to reach out in confidence because you'll always be kind of afraid that you're not that other person. So then I went up and looked up failure because failure is something that we all fear in a sense. Now, when you look around at the people that are successful, and this is a real thing, if you look around at the people that are successful, they have failed miserably a lot. Now I loved, I found this really cool uh, meme or kind of a picture where it showed what people think success is. And it showed somebody at the bottom, a straight line up on top of the hill, somebody with their arms up race. And they said what success really looks like. And underneath it was a line, a big squiggly mess all over the place, all sorts of just discombobulated. And eventually it makes itself up to the top of the mountain. And that's more of the truth. Uh, so even like as I'm doing this podcast, my first episode, I literally went 50 tries and it was like every one sucked and in my head I was like no, I can't do this. I can't do this. And guess what? I would have still been on episode 1. Hopefully, episode 6 is a little bit better. Episode 10 will be better. Episode 20, etc. It's going to be a craft. You have to be willing to fail. So like I said, when I went online and I started doing this research, I looked up quotes about failure. And you know what I found? 99.9% of the quotes that I found all had to do with, you got to accept and understand failure. If you can do that, you'll be successful. As much as we're all afraid of it, we all do it, which is funny. So going back to that comparison thing, where we look at somebody and we go, they must not. Or they didn't. And there's famous stories like Michael Jordan, you know, who missed all these shots and did all these things. There's guys that became famous later in life, uh, the Kentucky Fried Chicken guy, not until his 40s. One of the things that you have to look at is you have to accept failure. You have to ex- accept that you're going to mess up. It's going to look ugly. And most often when we fail, it's going to hit our ego, right? And so you have to change your perspective and go, I expect most likely I'm going to fail, especially the first time. Once you do those things, then, and I'll give you one other good example, you know, once you do those things and you accept failure, then what comes out the other end? And I want to give you two kind of interesting examples. I'm going to push you a little bit to a YouTube video because I think it's awesome. He's had like 65 million views. If you haven't seen about the squirrel that was doing a Ninja Warrior course that this guy made uh, in the backyard, then you need to go see that. And the reason why I'm quoting that, we as thinking, you know, people, animals, however you want to put it, we really get in our way. Like we, we can come up with all sorts of reasons why we suck or why we can't do this or just come down on ourselves. So here's a squirrel that in our comparison can't think like we do. It's just going to react. And so he built this elaborate course and this squirrel killed it. I mean, killed it he started out, he went through, he failed, he fell off, he fell off again, he got knocked off, all these different things. And immediately what happens is the squirrel turned around, got back up, went back through the course, got back up, went through the course, got back up, went through the course, and eventually got to the end, got the reward. Now, here's what we would consider maybe a lesser being in the sense of thinking. They, and I and Can you imagine if a, a human got knocked off and then we sat down and we were like, why did I get knocked off? Oh, this is horrible that I got knocked off. What a failure I am. The squirrel down the block did it, but I can't do it. Man, what a horrible human or what a horrible squirrel I am, right? You get my point is we're going to sit there and think it up. The squirrel was like, food, cool. I got knocked down. All right, let's go. Here's this animal that doesn't quite think the same way that we do. It's just going and going after it and it gets it. And there's a lesson to be said there uh, or to be seen there is that sometimes you just have to to go. You can't sit there and you can't think and you can't analyze. You just have to get back up and go do. Now, now in, when I was in the military, I took the ASVAB. And if you guys don't know what that is, it's kind of a battery of tests that say what your aptitudes are in. Like, are you good at mechanical? Are you good at electrical? Are you good at admin? That sort of thing. And I wanted to cross-train from the job that I had into another job And my mechanical score, because I'm not a mechanical person, was very, very low. And I could not cross-train unless I got that score up. And so I studied, and I studied, and I studied. I mean, I put in the time. I sat down and went through the books. I took test after test and practice after practice. And I went and took the test, and I barely, I mean, I got my score just over what I needed to cross-train. And I went into that career field, and that career field had two... Paths that you could go one was very mechanical, the other one was teaching. And so, when I got in there, I don't have a natural aptitude for mechanics, so I was failing and failing and failing, and I was learning. And no matter how much I did, I still realized like I could do it, I accomplished it, but I'll never be perfect at it. So, there's that comparison. In turn, I worked with a guy who was a mechanical genius like he that's all he loved to do work on cars work on this work on that and him and I made an agreement but he sucked at teaching totally sucked at teaching so him and I made an agreement he said you help me once a week with the mechanical stuff I'll take one of your classes you know once a week for a break but how about I do the mechanical stuff you do the the uh, teaching right so there was no comparison we just looked across at each other and said you're not good at this you're not good at that and cool you take it and I'll take it because we're very unique in that sense and that's how it worked. But I had to find my way past. I still did all the failures. I still got better at it and went through it and can do it. But also I had to let go of the comparison and go, you know, I'm going to be as good as him. I'm not going to. I'm going to be me. That's where we're kind of at is I want you to look at the fact that one of the things, if we want to build confidence in ourselves, if we want to build, build confidence in the things that we do, we have to look at what's going to erode our confidence. It's usually comparison in other people, and it's the failure, and it's the ego. We have to overcome those. We need to stop the junk comparisons. You really have to accept that you have a unique skill set. I like to think it's the soul, and I think that universal hum or song, as we're sprouted up in life, each one of us is kind of given a little... Uh, like reflection of that, right? So there's people that will help the world go forward in science. So people in art or literature, each of us has something unique. And so that's what I think you need to do is to, to accept and find that beauty in yourself and stop making comparisons. Then you have to accept, you have to deeply accept, you're going to fail. You're going to suck. And especially if you're trying something new that you've never d- did before, you're not going to do well. And that's okay right? You need to get through those things. One of the things that we were um, talking about uh, in part of this journal that I'm creating is we're talking about going through a very deep, dark forest, right? And when we look in that deep, dark forest, we feel this kind of fear emanating from that, but we know we have to journey through that forest, because on the other side of that forest, if we can get past that fear and maybe kind of see like what we thought the fear was or what we thought the tree was, you know, what was in the trees was maybe a lot of it in our head when we got to the other side. We learned from that experience one way or the other. I want you guys to kind of get past that failure. Realize uh, it's okay if your ego takes a hit and then try again. Okay. And then try again. Questions as we finish this up. What false comparisons are you making? So just sit down, take, you know, five minutes out of your day, 10 minutes and go, is there anything where I'm comparing myself to other people? you know, or education level or something I saw on social media or something like that. And how does that make me feel? If it makes you feel sad, if it makes you feel less, right, you need to let that go. That's probably a junk comparison. If you see something in front of you and you go, hey, that person can do it. I bet you I could do that. And be honest. Okay. Be honest. We live in in our culture over here. We kind of believe this. Anybody can be anything that they want and that's not true. I'm sorry to just tell you that. It's not. I will never be Usain Bolt. I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm very, very good with writing and speaking. I'm not a brain surgeon, and I'm okay with that. And so that's one of the things that you have to look at is where do your strengths lie? And we all have them, so don't even think, well, I don't have any strengths, or I don't have, yes, you do. Every single person does, 100%. You just got to find them. All right, so then think of something that you thought you were going to fail at, but you eventually overcame. I want you to look in your head and think of a win. Now, for a lot of people, here's a really easy one: driving. When everybody started to drive, everybody—I I can almost guarantee you—ninety-nine percent of you were afraid. You got behind the wheel and you're like, "Oh my god, what am I doing?" And somebody taught you or whatever. But that first time, like when I first, uh, my grandfather taught me on a stick shift, uh, first gear. Everybody will understand first gear. Uh, I flummoxed that thing up. I jerked myself all over the place. I made that car stall. So much so, one day, I actually got out of the car, told my grandfather, I'm done. I don't want anything to do with this stupid thing. This is dumb. How come I can't drive an automatic? And I was like, that's it. And then one week later, I got back up, got back in the car, drove, got a little bit better, got a little bit better. And then I learned how to drive a stick shift. Almost for everybody, they can think, I knew I was gonna suck at that. I worked at it, and now I can drive better. But I want you guys to think something Uh, individually for you as a win. What did you think was hard? You went through with it. You copied it or you went after it. You tried it. You failed at it. And now you're better at it. Okay. And then what are you going to do going forward? Now, Steven Pressfield, the guy I quote quite a bit because I like his uh, stuff says, do the work, right? So do the work, see how your confidence grows. So for me, this was, I was afraid of this. I was afraid of this podcast, I'm still kind of afraid of it. Every time I do an episode, I get excited when I see a new person log in. And I'm like, oh, hopefully I'm doing something good, right? That's still there. But Stephen Pressfield, do the work. So I sit down here. I do this podcast. I try to edit it. I try to do a good job for you guys. And I'm going to keep learning. And each time I do this, I go, oh, I learned a little bit more. learn learned a bit more. And my confidence is growing. So that's how this, it's not, I wasn't confident when I started, I had to do the thing and then my confidence grew. So if you're sitting around going, well, I need to get confidence to go talk to this girl or guy. I need confidence uh, to get this job, right? You're going to have to start taking steps towards those things and accept, hey, if I call this person, they're going to turn me down. But instead of going, oh, they just turned me down, go, hey, do you have a few minutes and let me know why you turned me down? Uh, or what What about this? And they may hit you up with stuff that you don't like to hear. Some of it may be true. Some of it might just be them. But that's okay if you're asking, you're learning. That's it for this week. We're talking about confidence. We're talking about uh, getting some courage to face that, overcome failure, and some of the things that we can do and some of the questions. I really appreciate, again, I thank you so much for being a part of this community. This uh, is a labor of love. I absolutely enjoy doing it, and I hope in some way that it blesses your day, it helps you. Um, If you've enjoyed it, hey, subscribe. If you really enjoyed it, tell someone else and have them subscribe. Uh, and I really appreciate you becoming a wise wisebarian. I love that. As I told you, I'm figuring out how to make shirts. So eventually when I get shirts going, if you guys want one, we'll talk about it. I may throw them just out there for people. Like I said, I love you all. I'm truly honored to be on this journey to you. And I will see you next week.